This is Thoughts with C, J, and L, a podcast by three Asian American people with thoughts on being Asian American and people. In this episode, we're talking about our thoughts on internal monologues. Before you start listening deeper into this podcast, we just want to let you know we talk about a little bit about anxiety and depression. So just a little warning. Welcome to season three, everyone. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm not really sure if we have an overall theme for this season, but we did want to start off this episode with a topic that we've been talking about for quite some time off camera, um, which is this topic of internal monologues and just the concept of thinking in general. And I was kind of thinking about how we started talking about this topic in the first place. Like, I don't really remember the context, but I do remember there was one time, probably like sometime last year, when we were just chatting and then Loho asked us, what we pictured in our heads when she said a certain word. Um, Like for example, she said the word paint. Did you see the word paint in your head or did you picture like a paintbrush or something? And then, (laughs) and then Kat was like, I don't see anything. (laughs) And then Loho and I were just like, what? (laughs) And it started off this whole discussion about like visualizations, um, internal monologues and just like how we think. Because apparently the way that we think or the way that we approach thinking is very different. So we wanted to dedicate an episode to this discussion specifically about internal monologues. um, Or lack thereof. Or lack thereof, (laughs) yeah. So I guess the first question to start off the discussion is, How would you define thinking? Um, How do you think and what goes on in your head? Let's start off with the normal people. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like this discussion a lot of times just turns into an interrogation of Kat. (laughs) Like, okay, Kat, what do you mean? No, okay, because I totally forgot about how this conversation started. And then when you jam were just now describing this and you said the word paint again i again got just the vibes of paint <laughs> not i don't know i i totally forgot this first time this happened but i'm assuming the same thing happened just now because i was like oh yeah paint the vibes not the word or the picture <laughs> yeah would you like to elaborate <laughs> on what the vibes are okay so i feel like i operate on vibes which Okay, it's not that I don't think. I definitely think, but I just think that the way that I think is apparently different from the way that the two of you think. In that, in my brain, there are just vibes. Like, I don't, I mean, I do think. It's just that I don't necessarily like picture things concretely in my brain. I just experience things in my brain. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's 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 okay, Jam, how do you think? Let's compare. <laughs> let's let's have some solid footing to really um okay, well, if we're going back to the paint example, when you say the word paint, 
either, okay, I feel like I can do both ways. Either I visualize the word paint in my head, or I think about like an illustration, like the paintbrush or I don't know, the paint tin or whatever. But something pops up in my head. It's not like I don't feel anything. It's not like I have a certain vibe that's associated with this word. Um, And I think like in terms of thinking in other contexts, like if I'm just I guess just sitting somewhere, I'm like kind of thinking to myself and having a conversation with myself where there's a little voice in my head where it's just like there's some it feels like there's someone talking in my head, but it's I don't necessarily like have any feelings associated with that. And I feel I feel like vibe is going to be a big word today because it's just I feel like ever since we started having this conversation, it's just like. We have so many like discussions on vibes and like the definition of vibes and like what vibes actually are. So, <laughs> okay, wait, disclaimer. This is, this is gonna derail the conversation a little bit, but it like just hit me the other day that vibes means like is from vibrations, right? Yeah, and like that's like if we get scientific about it, it could kind of be true. I don't know. like electromagnetic radiation or something, but like the energy or like the <laughs> no, that's vibration. what I'm trying to communicate. That is you the give off, yeah, is like the more energy that you put into something. I don't like. I don't know. It was kind of blowing my mind how it kind of made sense. I was like, no, vibes is just something that we say, but I think it's kind of true. no. I <laughs> it sounds like wacky science. Yeah, the day I discovered the word vibes and its usage as I use it now, I I feel like my life was changed because I suddenly had a word to describe basically everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, what would you use before that? I don't know. I just wouldn't. I don't know. Yeah, because it's vibrating. Yeah, yeah, it's- it's the vibes. <laughs> like, that's some hippie stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay, so for me... I'm kind of the same as jam. I could think of either like, like I can picture something in my head or I see the word. If you ask me sometimes when I'm like daydreaming, it's like a movie in my own head, but I was trying to think of what my default is. And I really don't think I have one, but then it's like, too, I think I understand your vibes thing, your vibes vibe. Cause like when I, when I have like thoughts on something, I don't have verbal like thoughts on it. I just have like a feeling almost. And then if I want to communicate those feelings, I have to like take, like if I'm, if I'm in a professional setting, I will literally write down everything that I want to say about it so that I have phrases ready in my head to convey what I'm feeling. But like, if it's a more casual setting like this, it'll like kind of just flow out of my brain, but it, I don't premeditate what I'm going to say. It's just like, this is the thoughts that I have. I don't know. Does that make any sense? How do you, how do you talk, Kat? How do you- <laughs> That's the thing is like, I don't know what I'm going to say until I actually say it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think with that, like the one thing that I've realized that actually blew my mind when I realized it was the okay in movies when they have those voiceovers that are like I don't just like the really reflective first person voiceovers where the character is like today I realized this I always thought that it was like that because it was just like a storytelling device like there's no other way to explain yeah other than yeah the they were like how can you show that the character's thinking this besides saying like in a weird floaty ominous voice like the character's thinking this 
Wait, you you kind of used the same example before, like when we were talking about this before when mm-hmm. like reading, like in, when the book is being told in first person versus third person. And then you said that like reading in first person never really made sense to you. And then that just like completely blew my mind. Cause yeah, I was, because like, I thought it was, was like, what? <laughs> made up. Like I was like, oh, people don't actually think in first person, like I'm hungry right now. <laughs> It's just the only way to describe it. Wait, because I feel like third person never really made sense to me. Because I'm just like, why are you not telling this from a certain person's perspective? Right? Because it's like, I want to know what this person is thinking. But if you're talking in third person, it's just like, it feels very like disconnected for me. Because I'm like, okay, I'm just like, I'm not in this person's head. I don't know what they're thinking. I'm just like an observer from the distance. So like, I feel like when reading, I always prefer... Well, actually, I don't know if I would prefer first person, but it makes me feel more close to the character, you know? So yeah, that that really blew my mind. <laughs> Wait, what is second person again? You. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've never thought about it like that. Like, I don't, I don't think that. I don't think when I do anything, really. I just kind of take it for what it is. No, I feel like between the three of us, we kind of cover a whole spectrum because I feel like Kat and I are on like opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> and then like Loho is like right in the middle where she like kind of gets both of us, but also like kind of does. <laughs> like, I don't understand like how you are on both sides of the spectrum. Like, how did you both get there? But I understand what you're talking about sometimes. Yeah. The whole movie narration thing still blows my mind because I just think about thinking to myself, I'm hungry. And I just, I don't know. I just. Wait, yeah, let's talk about that. Like when you're hungry, like what happens in your head? I just feel hungry. I'm like, <laughs> I'm hungry, but I don't actually think in my brain, I'm hungry. <laughs> Wait, can you though? Like, do you have the ability to in your head say, I am hungry? Yeah, I do. But it just feels like like I have to I have to actively think, Okay, I'm going to think that I'm hungry. (laughs) When when you try, you can have the words I'm hungry in your head. I can like visually or like, no, I can like hear the words. I'm hungry, like the voice in my head thing. Okay, so you have a voice in your head. Not unless I actively am trying to have one. Like, it, I would never just, like, sit here and the voice would come into... I mean, like, not in this very concrete, like, I'm hungry way. Like, that's not natural for you. Yeah, like, I, I do, like, have different vibes in my head. Like, I feel like we've also touched on this a little bit in that, like, I do have different vibes, but they're not, like, I guess, explicit voices or sounds unless I'm literally sitting here, like, I'm hungry. And even then, it's not... I, okay, next time we need to bring on, like, a guest... Okay, because I'm thinking about this, like, physiologically, right? How does that work? Because, like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I would hear something, it sends the signals to a certain part of your brain, and then your brain is like, okay, I got you. But you don't really hear anything. You're, like, I feel like you're activating, like, the same brain area that makes you, like, think of it. So maybe you're, like, more inept to, like, the vibe. we need a doctor (laughs) or a psychologist i just need a neuroscientist loho's a true academic i'm just curious okay (laughs) i just need to know how this works because our neural impulses vibes because it's like well i don't know because okay right vibration (laughs) 
vibrations is the little molecules. <laughs> What's an electrical signal? <laughs> is that vibrations of like positive? Positive to negative? Is that what you're saying? Like well, that's that's not vibrations though. Yeah, but like when you know like Okay, I am only thinking of this because of like our whole existence podcast, but we were talking about like each little like I went into PCAM and you were you took PCAM with me. Yeah. And how like there's little particle in a box thing. Mm-hmm. Because molecules are always moving. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> so if like an electrical signal is molecules and they're moving, is that vibrations? So everything's vibrating. (laughs) Everything is a vibe. Certain (laughs) vibes turn into words and others are just vibes to cats. You know what I mean? Does this make sense? We should cut that entire part out. (laughs) I think I just made a breakthrough case. (laughs) I took this in a whole different direction. No, I I feel like I kind of know what you're saying with the whole sensing vibes thing because everything okay because like atoms vibrate everything vibrates at a certain frequency so maybe when we're talking about the vibes we're really just literally sensing the vibrations of atom no that's yes yes that's it that's it you just broke the code it's literally everything is just vibes that's it that's it that's the answer we just figured it out but you guys have thoughts that's the whole thing yeah, but, but like, why are our vibes different than cats? The vibes turn into thoughts. Does this make sense? But like why, his... why doesn't it turn into thoughts for cats? Yeah. And that's the question. <laughs> <laughs> it's too early. It's a Tuesday morning. I, this is before, like, this is my second day of school. <laughs> what is electricity made out of? Wait, yeah, we should double check that because I don't remember okay. anything from physics. Electricity is the flow of electrons. So it's the movement of negative atoms. So vibes are just the movement of the <laughs> electrons. Vibes are just the Lewis structure. <laughs> oh my God. Don't, don't talk to me about that. What is this electrons floating in space? Okay, I think we should talk about spacing out because I feel like okay. spacing out never got the attention that it deserved because I have so many questions about spacing out for y'all to bridge it a little bit <laughs> is spacing out just the random commotion of electrons <laughs> it's like like when we think we're like all right focus electrons you go here but then when we space out we're like go wild kids just have fun <laughs> it's recess time <laughs> i think you might actually be on to something no don't say that because okay okay for context I've always okay for me when I say oh I'm spacing out I'm describing like a very specific state of existence where I'm just like sitting there and there's like literally nothing going on in my brain like it's just a void (laughs) a blank void and I thought that that's what like everybody experienced when they said spacing out like it's different from being like distracted or at least for me it is like a type of being distracted, but it's not like everything that the word being distracted might encompass for me. It's just like no stimulation. Yeah, there's just, I'm just zoned out. Like I'm not thinking about anything. I or, can never. <laughs> like I'm not thinking about anything. And then also nothing externally is really registering because my brain just like becomes a void. I don't know. Loho, would you like to explain what you go through when you space out? 
Mm, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I think I do that, but not really. Like, I don't ever... It takes a lot for me to zone out completely like Kat does. But I will, like, daydream a lot. Or, like, think about something else and not be present in whatever, like, physical space I'm in. But I also think that, like, I never stop thinking usually unless I'm in the cat mode. Like, maybe over break, I, like, totally zoned out because I didn't have anything to think about. But I don't usually do that. So you do have moments where you have no thoughts, just vibes. Actually, no vibes either. No thoughts. Yeah, no thoughts or vibes. Yeah. But even then, it's only, like, brief. I don't really think I'm in situations ever where I zone out pretty, like, pretty uh anxious so (laughs) i i think about most things or like the context of my surroundings what about you i i feel like i'm more similar to loho because i don't think i've ever had a moment where i've had no thoughts (laughs) like the thoughts in my head are just like non-stop it's just like whether or not they're really strong or like weaker but there's always thoughts Mm -hmm. in my head I guess it's just like, even if I'm sitting there, like not doing anything, like if you came up to me and asked me what I was thinking, like I could tell you exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, I, it's just like, I don't think there's a moment where I would be like, oh, I wasn't thinking. Or it's just like, oh, there's nothing going on in my brain. But I don't know. Maybe I'm also anxious and that's why. Maybe Kat's just not anxious. <laughs> <laughs> what is it like to be stable? <laughs> you know, Okay, this one thing comes to mind because I feel like I do this like zoning out thing almost on purpose sometimes when I think it's like too much effort to think and it'll like actually get in the way of what I'm trying to do. So like that morning when we were all at Loho's place and we were trying to leave really quickly and I was like, I just like packed everything. And then when we were leaving, I don't know if you guys remember, but I I was like, I didn't think about anything. Like literally didn't have a single thought while I did all of that for like 30 minutes packed all my stuff and got ready in the morning but I feel like that's like a regular occurrence in the morning like if I'm in a rush trying to go somewhere my brain is almost like I'll get in your way if I think too hard about this so I'm just gonna leave the autopilot on and you'll be fine without me and then I just don't think about anything like how I don't I don't understand. know I don't know you're I don't like know a either. robot yeah that's literally what happens is I'm like I just I don't think and then I just do it because if I start thinking about it, then I'm like, oh, I'm running out of time. I'm stressed. I start sweating. But I do you remember doing it? Sort of. Like, I know that I did it. But sometimes if you ask me about the specifics, I'm like, ooh, I don't know when I decided that I needed to do that part. I feel like for me, I feel like sometimes I'm not like my mind isn't present in the moment. For example, if I was also like packing my stuff up, just doing like mundane tasks. I might not be thinking about that task specifically, but I'm like thinking about other things while I'm doing it. So I might not remember exactly like the act of doing like, I don't know, like chores or whatever, but I am thinking about other things in the process, you know? So it's like doing the actual task might also be a haze for me, but like for a different reason. I think I do that too. Like if I'm doing the dishes and I'm like thinking about what I need to do after, or if I'm listening to like a podcast while I'm doing laundry or something, I'm like engaging with the podcast and not necessarily with my laundry. But I, yeah, I do have like a very specific state of mind where I'm just literally not thinking about anything. (laughs) And I don't get that. 
Yeah, I guess I I thought that, like I said, I feel like talking to you guys is when I realized that when people say they're spacing out or they're zoning out, they're not necessarily meaning they're literally like not thinking about anything, which is what I thought that always meant. Yeah, we need a poll for our listeners. Yeah, (laughs) because right now it feels like cat's the odd one out. But what if like because I don't understand. (laughs) No, I just don't understand how that's the default for you. Like, I get that it can happen. I just don't understand how your brain is like, shut down mode. Do not disturb. Like, I I do remember, like, there was one time one of my high school friends, I don't remember exactly what we were talking about, but she was telling me about um, how she, quote unquote, started thinking. And then I was like, oh, what do you mean by that? And then she was like, Yeah, so before, if I was just sitting somewhere, I would just have no thoughts in my head and then just like daze out and then not think about anything. But now when I'm like sitting somewhere, I'm like actually thinking about other stuff. And then I'm like, wow, this is interesting. And then at that time, I didn't I didn't understand. I was just like, how do you like I literally don't understand how you can sit there and not have any thoughts because my brain is just nonstop. And then like I literally forgot I had this conversation with her until we started talking about internal monologues. And then until I realized that cat didn't happen. In <laughs> and then I was like, wait, okay, maybe she was talking about the internal monologues thing. Cause like, if that's the case, then that means that she transitioned from not having an internal monologue to having an internal monologue. And so I don't know, maybe it's like a spectrum thing. I think it could be because I feel like, like I said, it's not that I am incapable of like hearing a voice in my head. Like if I really want to, I could, but I just have to like, it's definitely way harder for me to sit here and be like in here, like a voice or whatever, than it is for me to sit here and just like go on do not disturb mode <laughs> and stop thinking like that's, that's something that I feel like I can do like on default or intentionally if I'm trying to get something done. Wait, I do have a question. Like how does anxiety manifests itself for you guys because I feel like when I'm when I'm anxious that's like the point in time when my brain just goes like in overdrive where it's just it keeps spinning and spinning because there's just like too many thoughts in my head and then like it gets to the point where it's like it's overwhelming and it starts to like affect my mood and I guess like affect me physically but yeah, like how, how does anxiety manifest itself for you guys? I think for me, there's two types. The first one is like, if it's like pretty severe, my body will feel it before I do or before my brain can even process it. So like um, trying to remember or like think of an example, like when I, so like I had been exposed to like COVID and then I was supposed to go home like three days after that and so I took a test in between then but like my results weren't coming and so like my body felt very anxious but I might but in my head I was like I don't know why I'm freaking out so much like I didn't understand what was going on but I think like I processed it somehow I don't know how I processed it my system one my system one processed it my system two didn't process it yet um we'll go more into system one and system two in a second but like like I had a almost like knee jerk gut reaction to it, but I didn't think about it in my head. And so like, I was very tense all the time, didn't get any sleep, couldn't focus on things, but I didn't understand why until like 
after when it was all over. And then there's other times where like, if I get information and I'm like, okay, I have to prepare for this, but then I get anxious about it. It's like, I start overthinking and I start spitballing a bunch of like different scenarios that could happen. Um, but nothing to me physically happens other than my head just like being overstimulated and overthinking and getting tired. But there are two, I guess there are two different ways that it kind of like manifests itself. Mm. How do you experience anxiety? I feel like, like hearing you describe the two ways, I feel like I experience the second way more. Um, actually, I'm not sure. Maybe I do experience both, but I feel like I'm more aware of the second type where um, I start overthinking and then the thoughts in my brain just start racing. And if it's like really strong, if it's like there's a lot of thoughts in my head, it gets, it gets to the point where I like can't really focus on anything. And then like I, I become unfunctionable. So it's like um, I literally have to like, I don't know, like lay down and then like let the thoughts run its course. It's kind of hard to explain but I feel like it's almost like the speed at which I'm having thoughts, it kind of comes in waves. So if it's like low, then it's, I feel like I have more control over it and I'm able to kind of dictate where my thoughts go because there aren't as many, but if the waves are high, then there's just a lot, it's like very overwhelming. And because there's a lot of, I guess in a way, stimulation in my head, I can't take in a lot of stimulation from my external environment but yeah I will say that at night like when I'm trying to fall asleep a lot of times that's when the waves are high and then I have a lot of thoughts in my head and then because of that I can't or I have more trouble falling asleep and so as of lately I've been trying to I've realized that like listening to music and podcasts or even like an audiobook has helped me a lot in falling asleep because it almost distracts me from my thoughts. I remember like when I was um, quarantined because I was also exposed to COVID and um, I was isolated. So like I, I had like an apartment to myself and like at first it was fine. Like I was like, oh, like whatever. I'm just like in my own space. I like don't really need music or podcasts or anything. But like there were moments where I was like, okay, this it's not like the silence is too much, but it's just like, I'm like sick of the voices in my head. And so I need to put on music or I need to put on a podcast to kind of dissipate that energy. So that's kind of something I've been thinking a lot about because I'm, I've been using music and audiobooks as a tool to manage the effect that the thoughts that I have have on me. Okay. I feel like, so with like the anxiety thing, I think I do like if I if I am like really stressed about a lot of things and I'm like, you know, repressing them and not really feeling the fact that I'm stressed in my brain. I definitely feel like my body, I feel it on my body if I don't feel it in my head. So like kind of like what you're describing, Moho. Um, in my head, I'm like, it's fine, <laughs> whatever. But my body is like, I can't sleep and I don't know, it's extremely tired, that sort of thing. So I feel like I yeah, I it's not that I don't feel anxious I think it's just maybe the way that by default how I handle it in my brain is maybe a little bit different um but oh I was gonna say something else too and I just totally blinked the vibes have left the building yeah they've <laughs> completely abandoned me oh okay I, I've I've re recollected them 
um okay when you're jim when you're saying about how like when you spend time by yourself you like are now you know like listening to music and stuff to help manage your thoughts i think i also listen to a lot of music and podcasts and stuff but it's almost like at least like when i'm actively doing things like if i'm doing laundry for example and i'm listening to a podcast it's like that podcast is filling the zoned out empty space in my brain because otherwise it's like too boring because <laughs> i'm not thinking about anything it's the opposite problem <laughs> Must be yeah. nice to be bored. <laughs> but I also feel like I have a lot of fun by myself because I'll like talk to myself. Like I can't talk to myself in my brain, but I can talk to myself out loud. So like, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'm just not, maybe this is not something that normal, well-adjusted people do. But I like, if I go on long drives by myself, literally like full on conversations, like out loud in my car and then I've definitely been the type you know like in undergrad walking around campus to just be like muttering to myself under my breath between classes because I'm like okay I need to focus on this I need to sort that out like I have to do that later but it's like all out loud because I really I don't know I think it's I find it really hard to like think in my head or like to hold a conversation with myself in my head because then I get confused I'm like what am I even thinking about but yeah, when I'm by myself, I have the most fun when I'm full on talking to myself. <laughs> we have meetings. <laughs> agendas and action items. <laughs> Wait, I also have conversations with myself, but they're just all in my head. Actually, sometimes like if I'm alone alone, then I talk to myself out loud. But the most of the time it's in my head. And I also have a lot of fun by myself. It's like, there's never a moment where I'm just like bored, you know, and there's just nothing to think about because there's always something to think about. (laughs) So I do appreciate like having a lot of thoughts because I feel like it helps me process a lot of things quicker. And I mean, it's just like a podcast, you know, it's just like, I'm just having conversations with myself and Mm -hmm. then just, I don't know, just having like, it feels like having a friend in the room. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we sound crazy. <laughs> no, we agree with each other. Even though we think completely differently, the vibes on self-conversations are there. Yeah. Hello, ho. <laughs> Hello, does not talk to herself. Yeah, it's interesting to hear your perspectives on this. <laughs> but what's your perspective? Um, I had a lot of thoughts and then and then you guys kept talking. I was thinking about other things, so I forgot. <laughs> as it does um oh so the conversations in my head are system one and system two talking with each other i'll i'll explain system one yeah explain system one system two so i can explain why i'm so confused by the concept (laughs) okay 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 so this is from a book that i read a while ago so i might be like changing the meaning of what he intended it to be but for me so the book was called thinking fast and slow or something like that and system one is essentially like your initial thoughts or feelings on something like if someone told you news and then you have like one immediate like thought like someone was like oh I broke my foot and then the first thing in your head is like that sucks but you would never say that out loud and then system two is like evaluating what system one just thought and then what you really want to like say instead discuss (laughs) 
I don't know. I, I feel like when you brought up the concept of system one and system two, I feel like I, I mean, I didn't read the book, but I feel like I've thought about it more in terms of feelings versus logic, where feelings is kind of like what you were saying, the knee-jerk reaction, and tends to be like the more emotional one. And then logic is kind of the other system that's like evaluating the situation and context of whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's probably more like what he meant. Um, but I think, yeah, no, no, you're right. Um, no, 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 no. Don't, don't just validate me like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay. Cause I was explaining this to our friend as like your inner child or like what you actually want to do. And my example was kind of bad. My first example was like, Oh, when you think like, Oh, I'm hungry. My, like my system one is like, Oh, I'm hungry. And system two is like, no, you're just bored kind of thing. <laughs> but also it could be like, um, I had another example for this, but I can't think of it right now. Cat, uh, what are your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> okay, when this first came up, I was mind blown because I was, because you guys were talking about how your systems argue with each other. That's the thing that I didn't get because I understand like, oh, I have a knee-jerk reaction and then I like evaluate my knee-jerk reaction. Like, why did I think like that? But they've like never disagreed with each other or like, I don't know. I don't. Because, okay, when I talk to myself, I don't, I don't think I, like, argue with myself necessarily. Oh, okay. I remember the example that I had. Well, not, like, the specific example, but, like, in terms of inner child, like, the things that you actually want to do. And then system two is, like, okay, like, I understand that that's what, like, to me, I don't know. It's, like, your inner child and then, like, who you are at the time. Like, it, in my brain, it's a younger version of myself who wants to do everything. And then system two is, like, the mature adult-ish one that's, like, okay, like, I understand you want to eat a cookie, but you can't do that right now because, like, you haven't eaten all, like, your vegetables because I know you need those vitamins kind of thing. Or, like, if, like, system one is, like, I need to go on a walk right now. Like, I'm I'm going to try to meet that need. But, like, if I'm in class, I can't get up and go. Like, I have to wait. But it, I don't know. It does not make any sense. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe I should just read this book and then I'll understand the system. I'm going to be honest. I didn't finish the book. Oh, okay. Maybe I won't read it then. I read it sophomore year of college, which was four years ago. Mm. Okay, yeah. The book is called Thinking Fast and Slow, book by Daniel Kahneman. All right, so after we read this book, we can come back and discuss. (laughs) I feel like I I detracted the conversation in a way. No, we had to talk about system one and system two. Because, yeah, yeah, I just, my brain was blown. I don't know. I remember thinking that it was the funniest thing ever when we talked about it. But maybe that was also because we were at a restaurant and we were having drinks. (laughs) Drunk off cheese. Yeah, I thought it was, I, I think it made no sense. But I also remember thinking that I was part of the simulation during that conversation. And then you started talking about system one and system two. And I just totally lost my shit. <laughs> That's another conversation we need to talk about the simulation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, TLDRs. TLDRs. Free little cat. <laughs> Justice for little cat. <laughs> Um, my TLDR is that I do think and I do have thoughts, but they're vibes. 
TLDR, everything is just a tiny molecule moving around. Nothing matters. <laughs> um, yeah. Welcome to season three. <laughs> We're gonna have a lot of fun. Bye, Jane. Bye, Jane. Bye, Jane. <laughs>